everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Women in Power. I'll let my guest introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Bovan and I'm 28. I'm a makeup artist and a sales development representative. But yeah, hey, everybody. Okay, so we can let's start off um, with talking about like, what was your childhood like? My childhood, oh, my childhood was an absolute roller coaster. Um, it was just, um, you know, I used to live in London. That's where I grew up, you know, up to the kind of like age of nine. Um, I went to school in North London and then all of a sudden, <laughs> a week before this happens, um, my mum says, um, did you know that we're going to have to move away? And I said, what do you mean, mum? Like, where are we going? Um, are we leaving school? Do I not have to go back to school again? Obviously, in my childhood, my child mind, I'm thinking, oh, no school ever again. I like the idea of that. <laughs> but of course, that wasn't the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, I didn't love going into school when I was younger. Mm. Um, so yeah, she was like, no, we have to, we have to move away. We're going to move um, outside of London to Essex. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, all right. I, I was like, I was just really confused. I was only nine at the time. And, you know, it was just kind of like a big you know, transition at such a young age, you know, kind of moving away from everybody you know, what you're used to, to, you know, then all of a sudden, like, uh, none of your other family members are around, like, no cousins, no aunties, no uncles, no friends that I'm used to. It was kind of, you know, uh, it took a lot to get adjusted to, um, especially kind of like where we moved as well. Um, there was kind of not, it wasn't very diverse, Mm -hmm. And I think that was a bit of a challenge for me as well. I mean, especially at my school, um, I kind of really struggled to fit in because my name was very different. Um, obviously, like um, people kind of like never heard of like my name there before and they couldn't say it. Um, I was kind of like really shy as well when I was little, believe it or not. <laughs> right now, you can't shut me up for... <laughs> But yeah, when I was there, I didn't really speak much. So yeah, it was a bit of a um, roller coaster growing up. But yeah, my childhood was really good. Other than that, you know, mm -hmm. some great memories. Um, but at the same time, it was a tough childhood, mm -hmm. you know, with everything that I had to kind of go through the transition with, you know, um, getting used to like a brand new life in a brand new mm -hmm. area, um, just trying to make friends again, um, trying to, you know, just get used to the school, um, new teachers, you know, being able to um, introduce yourself to everybody there. But yeah. Okay, so that, I can imagine that, like, nine years old, like, moving away, like, similar, I had a similar experience, like, I lived in northwest London. Oh, wow. And then we moved to, when I was in year five, year five or six, moved to like Hertfordshire. So that was, but like I still stayed in the same primary school. I didn't move until I had to go to secondary school. So I saw my friends, but it's a whole different, like, you know, it's a whole different life when you come out of London, you know, it's so yeah. different and things. So I, I I get it in that sense. Um, But I think even making friends again at such a young age and knowing them for like majority yeah. or like, primary school life and then going to a new school it's just like wow like especially when they've already made friends you know as well like they already got their friendship groups and then you joining in and stuff like and being that and being that new that new kid like in school as well that can't be, I can imagine that yeah I think 
I think that's what it is, especially like if you're kind of, you know, shy as a child, mm. you know, yeah. you have to walk into this brand new class, you have to introduce yourself to everybody, tell them your name, and you're just there. I, I just remember like just sitting, you know, on my own on a table yeah. on my first day. Oh, <laughs> in my new primary school. <laughs> yeah. Aww. I just didn't want to talk to anybody. I was really, really, Aww. really shy and nervous. You know, I, was like, I was just really confused. Yeah, I thought, like, why am I here? Why did oh, I move from London? I don't know. I can imagine. <laughs> oh, I was like, you. Yeah, I was quite shy at school as well. And I think as you got older, like yeah. I literally, no one can shut me up. Honestly, <laughs> um, right, honestly, same. I, mean... <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Um. So growing up, like childhood, did anybody like influence you or inspire you, like? Any parents, any teachers, or just like anyone in your family or friends? Yeah, I mean, I would say um, my sister played a huge part in um, influencing me. I just remember, you know, I was always looking up to her. Um, I was always kind of seeing what she does, you know, how she dresses, <laughs> what she uses. Mm. I was always just trying to copy her. I was always, you know, taking her stuff she doesn't she still doesn't know this today when she is when she listens to this she's gonna be like what did you take from me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I just remember um her absolutely loving music and singing you know that just kind of really inspired me to get into music um you know singing and just kind of dancing and performing um you know she also really got me into makeup which I mean right now I'm a makeup artist mm -hmm. you know she I think she has been a kind of you know huge part in my growth um especially as a child you know she really kind of got me into and introduced me to what I absolutely love doing now so I definitely say my sister is definitely one of my biggest influences growing up as a child oh that's so sweet but it's, are you are you quite close with her like now like growing up as like you're older like yeah um yeah honestly I really am um, I'm really close to her still she's got three kids now and <laughs> when I say um her daughter that's her youngest um she is literally a mini me she's exactly like me um and I just it's just, it's just hilarious it's, it's it's like watching myself again as a child yeah. <laughs> and it's just lovely Aww. yeah <laughs> me and my sister we're very close you know she's always been like that mother figure to me yeah. you know as well as like my sister figure so She's definitely, I mean, yeah, if you're listening to this, I love I'm sure you. She will listen to it, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she will be listening. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. So, <laughs> so like as a whole, like what was like what was like your school life like journey? Like were you like you said you were quite shy, like towards the end of your school journey. Did you did you like come out of your shell? Did you become more confident? Like you said before that you didn't really like school. So I'm assuming like did you struggle like I mean, did you struggle with any classes or were you quite academic or you just, yeah, like? Yeah, I mean, um, I'd say especially in secondary school, um, you know, in my first two years, I mean, I was really shy. Um, again, you know, I kind of struggled to make friends uh, because I was shy. And like I said, where I kind of moved to a completely new area, it was, you know, you know, kind of getting used to everybody there, everybody getting used to me. And, um, you know, I was still really shy, but I'd say kind of, you know, towards um, the end of 
secondary school I started becoming more confident in myself I started to you know kind of get involved in like school clubs and activities um try, try to make more friends and you know really start coming out of my shell but um I wouldn't say I was very academic <laughs> I never really enjoyed maths Mm -hmm. actually I, I disliked maths completely <laughs> but um I I'd say I'm a very kind of like creative individual yeah um I absolutely loved you know doing things like drama at school doing music um doing art um you know all these kind of creative things because you know I just always seem to gravitate towards that and seem to be doing a lot better Mm -hmm. in those areas rather than you know, academic subjects such as English, maths, um, science. So yeah, definitely I'd say, um, yeah, towards the, towards the end of um, secondary school, I'd definitely say I'd come out my shell. Um, I was going to loads of like drama classes, singing classes. Um, I even started taking some singing lessons because I just really wanted to, you know, start performing, <laughs> going right. on stage, um, just, just, just really show myself. That's nice. But it's nice yeah. that you like, did, did all of that. I the same as you. I was a very academic. I'm, mm -hmm. At primary school, I liked maths. Went to secondary school. I think the school that I went to, I think, a very academic school. Me being dyslexic. Well, so I, I, mean, I did like going to school. It's not like I didn't. I was a bit more creative like you. I liked more. I, I liked the art subjects and things. And, yeah, so I, I, I understand, like, in that sense of I wasn't academic either. Um, so what yeah. was it? So you went to I know you went to university, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yes, I what did go was, to university. So what was like <laughs> university like? Like tell me like your experiences and things like, you know, like from applying for unis, because I don't know if you went to college or did you if you did A levels, but that transition of moving out of home, you know, for the first time. Yeah. Like um, and you're still very young at that at, at that point, you know, you're still so young. Yes. Going into halls, I don't know if any, anyone in your school went to the same uni as you, mm -hmm. but like, you know, that whole life is just, you know, it kind of shapes you to who you are today, really. So yeah, like, tell us a bit more about that, like uni and stuff. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And wow, where do I start? I mean, I think even to start with trying to convince my parents to let me move out was a huge challenge before I could even think about, you know, applying to any unis or, you know, wanting to kind of see where I want to go to, which uni I want to be at. I first had to convince my parents. And when I tell you that was a challenge and a half, it was difficult, but um, I got there. I'm someone who, you know, if I put something into my head and, you know, I really want to do it, I I, I just kind of, you know, I, I do the most to kind of make it happen. And, you know, because because of, like, my culture and things like that, um, kind of, you know, you don't really leave home until you're a lot older, you know, either when you're a lot older or, like, when you're married. Um, so, you know, for my, even for my um, parents, this was kind of a huge shock when I said to them, look, I want to go to uni, but I want to move out of home and I want to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, no, that can't happen kind of thing. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, to start with, that was that, that was kind of like a big challenge. And then, you know, I kind of had a thought, you know, what do I want to do at uni? What is it that um excites me um, kind of thing? And I thought, you know what? I'm not entirely sure what my future looks like right now, but 
I know I absolutely love music. So I started looking into music subjects um, across um, many different unis. Um, you know, I looked at Canterbury. I looked at um, Southampton. Um, I looked at Brighton. I looked at London. And then um, I came across one in Brighton. And, you know, I, just, I kind of fell in love with that uni. Um, it was called BIM. It was just an all music uni. And I applied to um, a course there and... It was a songwriting course. So um, it was a songwriting and performing course. Um, you know, I went there. Uh, I went for some interviews. Um, I got I got the, you know, I, I, I got my space at uni. And then um, it was kind of like, yeah, from there, um, it was, you know, yeah, kind of, it's, 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 it's becoming real. I'm actually going to move out. I'm actually going to go to uni. And um, what, what actually happened is um, I moved out with my college friend. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah. So um, that was kind of, in a way that um really helped with the nerves, you know, and the big transition, everything like that. But it kind of really helped, you know, ease my parents' mind a little bit as well because they really knew her and they liked her. So um, it was kind of really nice, you know, just kind of being able to move out there with my friend from college as well. And um, yeah. So I moved out there, and um, I was just in a brand new world. You know, it was really challenging I'd say again um getting to know people um trying to make friends and really trying to fit in was again a big challenge for me even you know at the age of um 18 back then you know I was just kind of like wow where where do I actually you know see myself fitting in you know like what's what's my vibe like yeah who who do I want to talk to because I mean it was honestly it was just such a mixture of people um <laughs> at Brighton Uni everyone was kind of like it was just amazing. There was just like, everyone was like such a character. Like it was, it was really, really cool. And then, um, yeah, I just kind of really got to know people, you know, um, kind of get to know my tutors there, um, learn Brighton a little bit better and, you know, just kind of go around and explore things, just really getting used to being independent, um, being away from home, you know, it was a really, really cool experience for sure. And, um, no, it was really good. And in my second year, I actually uh, moved out and I uh, lived alone. So um, that, that 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 was really kind of a huge challenge as well, because I've never, ever lived on my own before. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, that was that was really cool. But, um, you know, I, I think I faced a lot of um, challenges when I was living alone. You know, obviously, um, I got really lonely. I had to kind of deal with a lot of housing uh, issues at the time. You know, there yeah. was loads of problems going on where I was living. It was just kind of um, still, I mean, at the age of like 19, it's a lot to deal with, you know. Yeah, sure. um, yeah. You don't realise, yeah, because you're still a child, you know, at the end mm. of the day. And, you know, even I remember <laughs> I had a really, really bad mould problem um, at the first place I lived in. I think even that caused so much distress and yeah, just dealing does. with that alone it was, you know, and especially because I was on my own as well, you know, it was a really, really big, um, um, yeah, challenge. But kind of, you know, overcome it. Um, I feel like I really found myself at uni. You know, mm -hmm. I really kind of developed. You know, from being more independent. Um, you know, just really getting out of my shell, finding myself, really finding that creative um side of myself. Um, but you know, mo most importantly, um, I become a lot more confident whilst at uni. You know, um, I started performing on stage. I started literally just going up to people and being able to speak to them and getting to know them. This is something that I could never do before. So I definitely, okay. definitely say um, <laughs> that's where my love for talking and socialising started. <laughs> 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 but this, 
this is the reason why people can't shut me up now <laughs> um that's so funny honestly that. like I, I I feel like people just stone out sometimes when I'm talking to them but I don't blame them honestly mm-hmm. <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah I mean no if uni was um yeah uni uni was really really good um it was a great experience I mean although I had hardships as well and you know I'd say all in all um it was a it could have been a better experience for me mm-hmm. um but it's something that I will never ever regret doing and I'd always be grateful and thankful to myself that I've actually took that step and went to uni you know because it was such a big chunk in my life that needed to happen for my self-growth and development so yeah I will remember it until the day I die (laughs) yeah oh that's that's so good to hear that you had a good time at university and things and like Mm -hmm. you found yourself there and I think most people do don't they they generally do find themselves yeah I mean they they find their early stages of their lives there I think I've I would like to think I've changed a lot since uni. Like, I'm still finding myself yeah. like now, but then it probably yes, the moment, you know, like independence and stuff. Um, So what was it like, like, graduating and then applying for graduate jobs in your, like, field of interest and, and industry? Was it, I mean, was it, hard, like, hard to find, find graduate jobs and things? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a very good question, actually. Um... Graduating was good, but I would say that's when the real hardship started. That's when mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I was like, oh, damn, I'm in the real world now. But, whoa, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. I'm supposed to have I'm supposed to have a career. I've just gone to uni. Isn't this what you go to uni for? Mm. So, you know, um, a lot of, I, I really started getting under a lot of pressure, under a lot of stress because... I wasn't actually sure if I wanted to a career in music you yeah. know to be quite honest I feel like university university put me off having a career in music because I just feel like some of the subjects and you know it's just kind of the way the courses were done it just it, it put me off a little bit yeah. um, unfortunately so I kind of you know it made me realize maybe music's not really a career I want it's a hobby more than anything, but, you know, always be close to my heart. Yes. yes um. So, you know, yeah, that's where I was like, well, I mean, I feel so lost. Mm. I'm very lost. I, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do with myself. So, you know, I feel like I kind of had like a big kind of break after uni. Mm. Yeah. Not really doing much, just trying to really figure out what it is that I want to do. And then, you know, I feel like um, my first job was, in Nando's <laughs> believe it or not my first ever kind of real job I, I got in Nando's and I was thinking this definitely isn't what I want for my kind of long-time career but you know for years on end after uni I was just lost yeah I didn't know what to yeah. do as a career. yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah so it's... yeah I'd, I'd say graduating and applying for jobs afterwards probably the hardest part for sure yeah Okay. Um, so if you want to tell us a bit about what you're currently doing now, um, yeah, like what where are you working, like what you're doing. Of course. I mean, so right now, um, as I mentioned at the start of the um, you know, podcast, um, I'm a makeup artist. I'm really trying to establish myself at the moment. Yeah. Um, I want to, you know, just become a full-time makeup artist and just really establish myself because you know that that's that's the goal that's my passion that's the dream you know I, I think now 
I mean, after years and years of searching, I really feel like now I found myself and I found myself in makeup. Like now I know this is what I want to do. This is who I am and this is yeah. where I'm going to go. So um, <laughs> what I'm doing right now is, you know, I'm I'm currently, you know, going to networking events. Um, I'm going to like these events where you can meet models, photographers, Amazing. you can meet designers and just, just really trying to network, get to know them and be able to work with them just to really get my foot in the door just so I can become a makeup artist you know who can work in the industry I'm really kind of interested in doing photo shoots working on tv commercials and film sets mm -hmm. so that's kind of um, where I'm heading at the moment although I do have clients from time to time who are like bridal clients glam clients but um that's kind of the main goal for me at the moment mm -hmm. um but on the side yeah but on the side at the moment I'm doing sales at the moment yeah uh, part-time I mean this, this is something else um I really enjoy doing because like I've been mentioning I just love speaking to people yeah. <laughs> it didn't start that way <laughs> at first in my life but, um yeah I'm I love speaking to people so you know sales is definitely something I enjoy a lot so this is something um I'm doing on the side but I do think it kind of goes hand in hand with what I'm doing at the moment, you know, when I'm trying to get myself out there as a makeup artist, you know, because I'm trying to really sell myself, you know, yeah, um, I'm trying to, you know, sell myself and sh show who I am. And I want people to like, you know, love my work, love me as a person. So um, definitely goes hand in hand. So that's where I'm at in life at the moment. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's been a great, it's been a great year as well, especially in the makeup for me. And I cannot wait to, you know, see what, what, what else is in store next year. Mm -hmm. that's great so you're working so you're working like um you work part-time it's a part-time in your corporate yeah. job at the moment and then so like yeah you're doing your MUA stuff what is that like being a makeup artist and things and like I bet you get to like meet loads of like people and things like yeah so what, what is that like yeah you know what I absolutely love being a makeup artist I mean meeting people in the creative industry is honestly it's it's so it's so cool you know you really get to meet people who are who are designing these crazy things like you know outfits and um you know draw, it could be drawings it could be paintings and you know you, you're really seeing what kind of talent there is out there and you know being able to even speak to them or even work with them is like such a pleasure um you know photographers um models it's just you know it's it's that industry you know it's that thing I had in me all these years that I wanted to unleash but I just didn't know it was there yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know that's what that's what I wanted to do and now that I'm finally doing it um the kind of like joy and happiness I feel when I'm at these events when I'm doing the makeup is it's crazy it's it's, it's such a kind of purposeful feel that I have inside me. I'm like wow this is really my purpose you know and it just brings <laughs> I don't know how to explain, but it just it just feels amazing. Um, but yeah, it's um it's really cool. I mean, the main reason, you know, I actually, you know, I'm doing makeup artistry and I want to do makeup is because I really want to make, you know, men and women feel comfortable and beautiful in their own, you know, skin and their own features. Because I remember growing up, I'd always look at magazines and I'd think, oh my god I want to look like her you know she she looks really pretty I mean how is she looking like that? I mean at that age I didn't know what airbrush was <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you could change the way you know you could enhance your features with makeup you know yeah. I was just always like oh I really want to look like that how, how how does she look like that and then 
you know, that's when I discovered makeup and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe what this eyeliner is doing to me. Like yes. it's making my eyes look bigger. This mascara is making my eyes pop and this blush is just making my cheeks look nice. And then that's when I realized, wow, you know, it's, it's not, it's not about, you know, I need to look like someone else. So I need to look different. It's just, you know, really being able to work with my, you know, natural features and myself and being able to yeah. enhance the beauty, you know, rather than wanting to look like someone else. So, you know, my kind of aim is when I'm working with people, I just I want them to feel beautiful in their own uh, skin, in their own features. And I want to in enhance that na natural beauty they have. So that's why I wanted to do it, you know. That's, really that's kind of the main purpose behind it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it's just, you know, I have been practicing how to do the eyeliner, like the winged eyeliner on myself ever since I was 10. You know, wow. <laughs> so you started early, yeah. makeup then. Honestly, and if you saw my makeup when I was younger, you'd be screaming of laughter. You'd be like, "Oh my god, what did you look like?" But of course, practice made perfect. Exactly. Like, I, 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 I must have pictures of myself when I first like did contour or something. I probably looked a hot mess. Yeah. But like now, like you, yeah. can it, you know your face like a little bit better. You know what works. You know what you know what shades look Definitely. good. Shades don't look good on you. You know, like as you get older and stuff. So my, my next question is like, so how do you balance like career, personal life, and like being a makeup artist on top of like you know your your your? I mean, I know you're working part time, but managing part time work, which is quite corporate, then you're a makeup artist like jobs, and then you know you've got to have time for yourself and your personal stuff so like how do you like manage yeah, all the things yeah of course I mean it can get quite overwhelming at times you know because I know you know what it what, what I really want to do you know and I know I kind of need to be consistent at you know with the makeup and um what I kind of try to do is you know on the days that I'm not working or you know after kind of work what I try to do you know okay, what content am I posting today? What look am I going to do? Um, let me reply to some messages. Um, I really try to kind of set a day or two when I'm not working on the makeup, you know, just kind of focusing on that. And then on the days that I'm working, um, I try to, you know, just 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 do the work. But if I if there's something that I have to do makeup related, I will do it after work. And, you know, um, I always, always, always make sure I have time for myself because when I don't make any time for myself and you know my self-care I can really see it having an effect on me you know I, I get overwhelmed and it's just you know anxiety starts rushing in and it just it just I can see like my performance just go down just goes downhill so I really um especially when the weather's nice I'd really kind of try to take a step back you know do some self-care go for walks and um, just make sure I really put some time and even if it's like one hour in a week and yeah and you know social life definitely as well you know I try to make sure you know I see my friends family you know spend some time with them go for dinner you know go go for a walk <laughs> go for some drinks I definitely make sure like you know I'm still socializing as well so I think um, I definitely have um, a better balance now between my work life and everything else I didn't before but um, now I think I can manage it a lot better so yeah yeah so like, like I think it comes with age as well I think you I mean, yeah. 
I'm now nearing almost that. Well, I've got four years till 30, but I think when you're nearing that age, you, <laughs> don't, young. Yeah, <laughs> you, don't, you don't go out, club, like, out, out clubbing. You probably go to bars and restaurants and probably not as much as you used yeah. to early 20s, you know. Like, I can't hack like going out, out two nights in a row. You used to do that at uni, can't do that now. So yeah. I guess I think. As you get older, like for me, I'm way more family orientated than I like now than I was in my early twenties. I think I was I always chose clubs over like going to a relative's birthday party or something. But I think now, yeah, <laughs> well, I actually know like this is my family. You know, those friends who used to go clubbing with probably not in front of them now. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just you you just become a bit more grounded in yourself. Um, which actually leads me on to my next question. Um, what are the ways you stay grounded and take care of yourself okay um I'm going to be completely honest I've Mm. only really started doing self-care over the past year you know beforehand I never ever used to you know take time to myself or you know just just you know just like a moment to myself grounding myself and really just doing you know what matters you know you know yes. for myself what's good for me so you know what I do now is you know I always kind of make sure I go out for a walk get some fresh air um you know I, I meditate to kind of make sure I'm grounded I, I would do some like breathing exercises as well like kind of um just to kind of keep me grounded keep me centered especially you know if it's been a very very busy day and you know it's just been quite overwhelming I make sure you know um I try to stay grounded but I also you know um I try to see friends as much as I can to kind of make sure you know um I'm grounded I'm still there you know I'm not kind of up in the air um just with you know life and work and everything like this is kind of the way I ground myself and I do a lot more than I used to and this is you know very important to me no matter how busy my life gets you know I'm always going to make time for self-care and grounding myself so yeah this is how I do it that's great that's that's so great to hear I think that's so good definitely thank you you know have spend time for yourself like self-care is so important like so so yeah um so like where do you see yourself in like five to ten years time (laughs) I love this question you know what I get this question asked all the time in interviews isn't it very like (laughs) yeah I know I feel I I feel like um it's quite sneaky because they want to hear oh I want to I want to be you know, um, I wanted to have moved up in the, in this company. I want to get promoted, mm. but um, now I can actually be very truthful. Yeah, of course. <laughs> rather yeah. than just it for the job. But you know, um, where I would love to see myself in the next five to ten years is definitely have my own business. Mm-hmm. You know, um, obviously my own makeup business. You know, I would love to you know launch my own makeup products I think this is like probably one of the dreams for me so yeah definitely I mean in in the next five ten years old I would love to have my own makeup products um my own you know like kind of makeup academy um but also (laughs) real life shit (laughs) it's okay for me real life shit you know definitely you know have my own place as well you know have a house this is definitely um something that's um a big Thing that's on my list to do <laughs> over the next five years so um yeah definitely that's that's where I'd love to see myself nice that's I like that you've you've done like have your own like makeup business have your own makeup collection yeah and then what I really liked was starting your own like, makeup academy and like you know teaching 
makeup and stuff. I think that's yeah. so incredible. Like basically teaching people your gift that you have. I think that's just so important. I think teaching people just in general life, I think it's amazing. If you have that gift that you can actually teach and make people like learn from something, I think that's just amazing. So mm-hmm. amazing. Um, yeah, definitely. Last... I mean, you know, just as an example. Um, yeah, I mean, just as an example, you know, um, when I was working on a makeup counter a few a few weeks back, um, you know, a, a young girl came in. I think she was only about 12. And I just see how excited she was around the makeup and she was trying to, do her makeup and she was trying to do the wing line and I remember her saying to her mum she was like mum this is so hard I don't think I can ever ever do this and I just said to her of course you can you know anyone can do it you can do it I can do it anybody in here can do it you just need to you know trust yourself you need to be confident and you need to practice and you know believe it or not I actually sat there with her for about 20 minutes and um, I was tell I was showing her how to you know do the wing liner and I was showing her little tips and techniques and I gave her a chance to try it out herself and she did it really really well and it made me really happy because I'm like you know this is I can tell this is something she wants to do and I want to like you know be a part of helping her get there so um you know I I saw myself in her you know <laughs> when I was that age I was like oh my god like yeah, oh, this yeah, is amazing yeah. I want to learn how to do this so yeah definitely I think teaching is such a big thing. Um, uh you know if, if I'm if I'm able to you know teach people through my creativeness and um help them develop then that's definitely something that um I'd be proud to do yeah that's I think that's just just so, so amazing that little girl like oh, <laughs> be like not having that confidence in herself but and then you being like well no you can do it like just got to practice how about yeah. and that's just so amazing I think that's great that you you know <laughs> yeah yeah, so I think sometimes you just need that one person to tell them you know especially at that age for them to you know I feel like sometimes you don't want to your mum can say every single day but you're like yeah okay whatever mum but yeah. when somebody else says it, you're like oh wow like yeah maybe I can do it yeah 100% <laughs> I think, especially from maybe someone that you don't even know as well having that confidence in you you're like yes yeah like, I think mm-hmm. yeah for sure like definitely oh that's just that's, that's a really sweet story um <laughs> thank you so we're coming up to the end of this episode. Um, so the whole aim of this podcast is to obviously, you know, inspire, influence, you know, the younger generation, if not people like girls, not even not just women. I know it's a it's a podcast about women in power, but it's not just women I want to inspire. Whoever yeah. listens to this and gets inspired by your story, that's great. So I always oh, ask every guest this question is, what would you tell your younger self? Oh, wow. I would tell my younger self, don't, don't care too much about people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Always take the risk, you know, take the risk. Um, don't be scared of, you know, trying out new things and just be confident, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, just be confident and, you know, everything will turn out the way it's supposed to. That's what I'll definitely say to my younger self. Um I I remember, you know, just just really like listening to people's opinion, even growing up when I was younger, it would really get to me, you know, it would really affect me and like it would kind of pull me back a little bit. So um, you know, I would if I if I could, you know, say something to my younger self now, don't listen to other people's opinion, keep doing you. <laughs> That's great. I love that. I really like that. Um, well, thank you so much for being a guest on thank Women in Power. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I had so much fun. Thank you. 
If you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode and for that I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart and I hope you enjoyed this new episode and if you did, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.